0: On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts.
1: What do you mean? Just take it easy. I finished my fucking sandwich... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seriously. I'm
2: starting it like this. I'm starting it. Mm. We haven't we haven't been My, what? oh what's this
1: roll? I'm like I'm like oh was yeah. just the dude from that thing you do right now. Yeah,
2: he's egg salad sandwich hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> What'd you get? Is that an Italian?
1: No, it's a veggie. A veggie. Grilled yeah.
2: veggie? Nice.
1: At least I didn't put ketchup on it. Yeah, that is disturbing. Fucking russ. What happened, man? Did you get, like, abused by a priest or something?
3: I don't want to talk about it.
1: Yeah, well, you're expressing it in your sandwich choice.
3: Neither of you have tried it, so.
1: Mm. There's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should try it. You don't put ketchup on pastrami.
2: I also don't put ketchup on tuna because it doesn't make sense.
3: Yeah, that's not the same thing at all.
1: Yeah, it almost is.
3: No, it's not. Yeah. You know what it is?
1: (laughs) Yeah, see, I can smell that. I can smell the ketchup and the pastrami, ladies and gentlemen. It's we're disturbing.
3: Back. We're back. Fucking
1: can I finish my fucking sandwich?
2: Jesus! All right, I'll roll the the theme song. You finish your sandwich.
1: Oh, that's not okay gonna give me enough time.
2: Like you and
4: the Condon Boys, Trans and Harvest and linois
2: we're gonna sit and listen to
1: Thanks for tuning in to – no, you don't really tune into a fucking podcast, do you? You just listen to it whenever – at your leisure. Thanks for listening to Long May You Young. Uh, One of the only two podcasts about Neil Young still operating out there, although uh, I, I haven't heard from Joel. Have any of you guys heard from Joel from Don't Be Denied podcast, our French counterpart?
3: No, but then again, we haven't recorded since.
1: Yeah, that's true. We haven't recorded in a long time. Yeah, long, we took a we took a summer break. You know, pe- people have kids and and bands and other jobs and things like that. So we've
2: decided to have a teacher schedule. Right, we exactly. We take the summers off. Occasionally, we'll do like a summer school episode. So this is all bonus stuff, basically.
1: Well, if this is really a, a teacher's uh, schedule, uh, we'd be, you know, being like we'd be the waiters at some brunch somewhere, or bartenders yeah, at this we, point. That's what teachers do during yeah. the summer. They work their other fucking jobs. Well,
2: we are working other jobs besides this. Yeah, We that's basically true. have a teacher's salary.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, right? Yeah. we got to buy our, all our own materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? so very, we're very much like teachers. <laughs> we're just teaching you about Neil Young. That's right. Congratulations. Please uh, raise your hand if you have a question. Uh, but thank you very much for listening. My name is Mike Hsu, the, uh, the Condon the- Brothers... So I- Luke and uh, Russ Condon are here from the band Town Meeting, who have been very busy of, of late. You guys have been very busy musically, which is nice with Town Meeting stuff and solo stuff. Yeah, and, it was great. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. We
2: crammed all our shows into uh, June and a little bit of July, and they were a ton of fun. We right. saw some youngsters out there in D.C. and Philly. It was kind of cool. Nice. You yeah. guys have a new album out? We do. It's called A Boy, A Bear, A Beast, A Bone, A Mouse.
1: That's don't, real. He's not joking.
2: Don't don't ask. <laughs> that's the real name of the album. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. We it, we had a lot of fun making it. Uh, got a lot of really good feedback from a lot of the May young people. So that's awesome. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Yeah, and if you're if you're listening, thanks for sticking with us. We appreciate it while well, we took a break. Um, and Mike,
2: you have a new album out.
1: Yeah, I have a new album out. Yeah, it's called "Nobody puts fucking ketchup on their pastrami sandwich." it's <laughs>
2: really bothering you. Oh my
1: god, it's it's <laughs> like the the hair on the back of my neck is, is standing. I out.
2: don't know what we're leaving in before this, but this is the third or fourth time he's brought it. up. I can't. Yeah, uh, it's like just you, <laughs>
1: Ross. You're you're just freaking me out, we,
2: man. We started the day off. We went disc golfing together because we haven't hung out in a while. It was great. Went over to Meadowbrook and Sterling. Mm-hmm. And then, Beautiful. Uh, we stopped at D'Angelo's on the way back at yep. Mike and Rusted, brought back some subs. I got a nice steak and cheese. Mike got a veggie. Russ got a pastrami. Russ made the odd choice of putting ketchup on a pastrami and Mike is he's holding a knife to Russ's throat. It's right really now. It's it's
1: really infuriating <laughs> when people don't respect meat like that. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, like, so Mike, you don't respect don't your respect meat. meat. I respect yeah, all man. meat. Any meat I put in my mouth, I make sure there's tons of respect before I if there's one you know, thing, I put it in my body.
2: Me and Russ talked about before trying to figure out who we should ask to co-host this podcast. It was you because of how much you respect meat. That's it's like right, universally known.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't, you know, those animals died for us, so don't desecrate their carcass by putting ketchup on it. Okay, Listen, unless it's a hamburger.
2: Oh, I was talking about your meat, like your. your the dick.
1: only thing that bothers oh, me. I don't put ketchup on that either. Have you tried it? No, just mayo and. Possibly some barbecue
3: sauce. The only thing that bothers me about this is that you don't get as upset at Luke when he puts fucking mayonnaise on his meat.
1: Well, that's he, if that's he. That's not an, true. He does get mad if he does. If he has an Italian sub and he puts mayonnaise on yeah, it, yeah, that's what I mean. Then he's. Uh, I did. I've ripped him for that. That's complete.
3: Right. Like that's All just right. horrible. That's awful. Yeah. That's, You're a terrible person. That's really not no good.
1: You should register on some kind of uh, condiment offender website, both of you. Or at least walk around the neighborhood and tell people that you, what you do, like they hey, do with sex offenders. You. We can't
3: all get paid to do hot dog tosses <laughs> all the time.
1: <laughs> I, tossed, I, I was catching the hot dog, by the way, for the record. I wasn't tossing it, okay? My partner was tossing it. I was catching it. All right? Um, this Those is- were jumbo wieners, too. They're not hard to handle.
2: Uh, for that's those of you who don't, nice. who don't know, Mike uh, obviously is a DJ on the Pike in Worcester, and he gets into all sorts of weekend shenanigans.
1: Right. Uh, we tried to break a record for the longest hot dog toss into a bun, which is 168
3: feet. That's pretty. Well, impressive, we didn't actually.
1: make it past 160 feet, unfortunately. But um,
3: did you make 160 feet though? That's pretty. No,
1: nah, we did about one. It was like 158.
3: You know why?
2: Because your radio partner Adam. Doesn't watch, br- doesn't even know what Breaking Bad is. I don't
1: even get me started. That's almost as bad as putting ketchup on your pastrami. So how could he be That's good at anything worse.
2: else? He was, does, seriously. He doesn't rust. Not that he's never seen it. He didn't know what it was. He no. didn't. He, he
1: said Breaking Bad. That's a movie, right? Or is that a TV show?
2: Jeez. Really? Uh, yes, really. That's not the guy I want catching my hot dog. No.
1: Right. Well, he was throwing the hot dog. <laughs> I don't so. I don't Either way.
3: I was trying to catch it, but. <laughs> I don't want him, get, yeah. I want him just, you know. catching my meat.
1: Yeah.
2: No
3: I don't want that guy anywhere near my meat, <laughs> right?
1: Or or anywhere near me, driving, you know, taking, hey, hey taking care of my family.
2: They're back and they're just talking about meat and they're shit. Not, and, yeah,
1: that's uh, right.
3: And Breaking Bad. It's been, I got, I love that show, Daryl. <laughs> you know who else does it? Have you seen that thing going around? Uh, did you ever see that Anthony Hopkins letter that he wrote to me? Oh yeah, isn't that amazing? You think yeah. that's real? I looked it up. Yeah, on Snopes, it's got a true. That's great. Yeah, it said it's the best acting. He's ever seen.
1: Right. We got that letter from Anthony Hopkins. When was it? Like a year ago about this podcast right. saying he just said, please stop. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You this said, is you're, terrible. You're I don't even know
1: why I'm listening yeah. to this. I thought you were going to talk about Neil Young, but all you no. did talk about was semen. No, and I thought, fucking.
2: I thought he liked it. He said he enjoyed the podcast with some fava beans and a nice, <laughs> a nice chianti. Key, key- <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right, uh, we're back.
1: Obviously, and you can tell we're back in, in true form because we haven't talked about Neil Young in the past five minutes on a Neil Young podcast. Uh, we haven't Eight talked minutes.
3: about Neil Young at all, have yeah, we? <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, today we're going to. I be, think the uh, most Neil Young that was mentioned was that we're a Neil Young podcast. Right, that's about it. Yeah.
2: We, so we'll talk about Neil, but what have what have you guys what have we been up, what have you guys been up to?
1: You know what I've been doing what? since the last time we did an episode? Not listening to Neil Young. Really? That's what I've you been doing. You didn't listen doing. to Toast at all? I did. I dabbled in it a little, and I said, you know what? I'm going to take a full break. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to totally I, I, cleanse the palate. I've been listening to the new Soulfly album, which is fucking sick. Really? There's another band I love is okay. uh, the Nude Party. Luke, yeah, I got you listening to listen to them. They're good. I, Luke got me to listen to the new Dawes record. What's yeah, it called? Something in Doom Scrolling? Misadventures of Doom Scroller.
2: It's the best album of the year.
1: I don't know about that. It, it's pretty good. It's, and it's all their best listening album. Listening yeah. It sounds like they've been listening to Steely Dan and Crack the Sky. Yep. And maybe a little, uh, I don't know, a little East Street Bandish.
2: A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. They need a
1: saxophone. They have no, a saxophone, need... actually, don't they? They have no. a sax player. I thought they had one in no. one of their songs. No. Yeah.
2: You should tune into our Dawes podcast more than you would know more about the band.
1: Is that the one that... Jumping up and down on Jackson Brown's dick? I thought that was my (laughs) Dawes podcast. (laughs) That's right.
2: (laughs) No, it's the album of the year. That song, uh, Someone Else's Cafe, it's the best song of the year already. I'm already calling it. It's the summer of Dawes. Dawes rules.
1: Okay. Uh, It is pretty good. I like it. I I like it better than anything else I've heard from them in the past.
2: That's fair. Yeah. It's, um... No, I've been listening to, to Dawes, The New Party, and then like a, a lot of sad sad boy <laughs> like Charlie Hickey stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. That's too bad. And then I keep going back to the killers. That record they put out last year still gets me every time. Wow. So, yeah.
3: Wow. Russ? Uh yeah, a lot of Dawes. Um well just a lot of the new album. Oh, what have I what have I been up to or what have I been listening to? <laughs> Both. Yeah, what have you been up to? Oh, okay. Uh, I recorded, uh, yeah, my, I put out my s- a single from my solo album. Um, I'll be putting out another one sometime and soon. And where can
1: people find that?
3: Everywhere now. Yeah, so wherever.
1: Even Spotify? Even
3: <laughs> even the Demon's. Really? Ball, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even the demon spot. I still have Spotify. I don't have the paid account anymore. I don't use it. I dumped it.
2: Yeah, yeah I just I, use Amazon Music. I That's use, all I use, too. I yeah. use Tidal. But not all of Neil's stuff is on title. I mean, we have the archives, so it doesn't matter. I
3: don't, I, yeah, I only listen to Neil on the archives. Yeah. No. I haven't listened to Neil much since the podcast either. Since, yeah, I, mean, I took a full kind break. Kind of intentionally. Yeah, me too. I was like, I got to take yeah. a full break. I did dabble in Toast as well.
2: I, I went through Toast. I popped Barn on, and then I, uh, yesterday, I listened to Noise and Flowers.
3: How was that? I haven't even
2: had a t- chance to
1: listen it's to good. that yet.
3: Yeah, they, they, he has like the. It's fun. He has like that's the song on there right now. It's
2: yeah. It's and it's promise of the real, and they're just yeah. It's great. In.
3: Yeah, awesome. Um, I gotta say though, it's been a while, so I gotta ask, boys. How's the business, Neil? How's the business, <laughs> Neil?
1: Yeah. So we're gonna cover how's uh, the
3: business, Neil?
1: Two uh, two live archive <laughs> releases. Uh, Tonight's the night live at the Roxy, and then songs for Judy. Yep. Two very different albums. Yeah. Um, yeah. Paired well together, though. Yeah. Very I really good.
3: enjoyed listening to these two.
1: Yeah, these are... St- I would say
2: they paired better than pastrami and ketchup.
1: Oh, what doesn't, really? <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, ketchup on a hot dog. That could be worse.
3: I don't even put ketchup Actually,
1: on a hot dog. Actually, that, that isn't worse. I think pastrami and ketchup is the worst.
3: You really don't put ketchup on your
2: hot dog? I don't either? put ketchup no, on my hot dog either. No.
1: I put ketchup on a hamburger. Mustard
2: and onions. That's it.
1: Yeah.
3: Unless you get, like, a specialty dog. So what, what do you do? Mustard and relish?
1: Basically, like if I can get like a cheese, get like cheese on it too, or yeah. sauerkraut on a hot dog, yeah, A
3: little sauerkraut on a dog, like a cheese, like a cheese sauce.
1: No, yeah, okay, cheese sauce, sure, or cheese, <laughs> cheese dog.
2: Hey, no. hey, Daryl, it really doesn't take much to get them off. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, and she was Oops. like, this could be a this could be a quick one. We could do a quick one.
2: <laughs> no, it's fine. It's You're the fun one too. that brought
3: it up, man. <laughs>
2: well, before we get into Neil. I the you know the
3: science of how to eat a hot dog. We can do that if Hold you on. got four hours.
2: Before we get into Neil, and we will get into Neil, we promise. Do you, do, you, awesome. do, you
3: do a toasted bun if you can?
2: Oh,
1: yeah. Um, Butter, yeah, sure. Buttery toasted I prefer, bun. I prefer just a plain bun, yeah. not toasted, maybe maybe a little steamed. I've heard that about I like you. steamed hot dogs, nice too. Bun. I like a steamed dog, a wiener.
2: You like it in a... Baseball helmet. Is yeah, that that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, just yeah, a- we're covering we're covering Roxy and uh, songs, for songs, for, songs for Judy. Songs for
1: Judy, and these are part of the uh, yeah. live archive release. And uh, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of Tonight's the Night, and I love Live at the Roxy. Though I might like that better than actual the actual album Tonight's the Night.
3: It's really good, and it's
1: basically what they do. They play it live all the way through. Yeah, there's that one thing at the end, which I'll I'll talk about later, but um. Just a great performance. It, it's got a it's got a, sli- a slightly different vibe than the album, it's different, even though yeah. the album was recorded live also. And we covered that in that episode that they they would get friggin' tanked before they went in to record, and they basically were doing that with this album too. This was like '73. They haven't even they hadn't put the album out. Because, as you remember, they shelved Tonight's the Night.
3: Well, yeah, and he even says, like, we're going to play some new ones, and then he plays, like, Mellow My Mind, you
1: know? Right, and it's just, he, well, he plays, they play the whole album. Nobody's heard any of this music before. This was, like, the opening night of the Roxy, too, in Los Angeles. So, it was their inaugural show, and on this tour, and we've talked about this before on the Tonight's the Night episode, these guys were fucking wasted, I yeah. mean, they were, like, doing everything under the sun. They were drinking tons of tequila.
2: Well, the more they drink, the better we sound.
3: That's right, according so, to Nils. No, it's the faster you drink, the better we sound, and that's the truth. Yeah.
1: I
2: feel like Russ is kind of nailing these little side yeah. impressions so far.
1: Um, so, like, that, was, that tour was, you know, and they did a whole tour for Tonight's the Night doing this. Yeah. And then they end up not putting the album out. <laughs> of course. <laughs> they go back in and they record... They record uh, on the beach, and then they did Homegrown, right? And then well, they, I'm glad
3: they did that because on the Beach is...
1: right? Yeah. yeah, and then eventually, like two years later, they put it up. But they did this yeah. whole tour and this whole like concept of so of uh, Waterface. That's what, like was his character, and, and he would Miami come out. Beach thing, he, yeah. yeah, he tried to make it like as cheesy and as sleazy as Welcome possible. Welcome, Miami
3: Beach, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, so like thank my Welcome managers
1: for introducing me. Yeah. And um,
3: Russ, you're three for three on these. I don't know what's going on. It's, but it's, it's been, so. Been...
1: so it's got that. Whole, these two albums have that in common, these two releases, where he's kind of poking fun at the old school entertainment establishment, especially the old school, like Hollywood establishment. You know, and this one, he's like, Welcome to Miami Beach. Mm-hmm. It's a, hi, uh, my name's Glenn Miller. Yeah. You know, that kind of old. And my name's old Glenn school, Miller. Yeah, yeah. The old school thing. And, uh, but I think I prefer this to Tonight's the Night. Just the, really? the performances to me are a little better. Even though they're both live, basically. Yeah. But but yeah. this is like live without a net. I, I love tonight. this.
2: I, I feel like they're two sides of the same coin. But I think for some reason my brain goes to tonight's tonight. I don't
1: know why. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I think this is better because he's... I like the interaction. There, there's yeah. more humor. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the whole... And that story, you know, in the beginning when he's like... You know, the first uh, topless woman up here gets one of these boots. So they had these like knee-high glam rock boots. They had nailed to the side of the piano. If you look up pictures of this tour, you see Nils at the piano, and then all these like long, like bedazzled boots, high heel boots, like David Bowie nailed Uh into the side of the piano, right? Oh, uh, (laughs) nails! Oh boy, I didn't mean to say that. I got a
2: nail story after this, but
1: so that was the deal. You would say, you know, the first topless woman up there. So this was like the first night that they were playing for this t- for tonight's the night. And at the time he was married to Carrie Snodgrass and she immediately gets up and starts taking off her shirt. And I believe it was Elliot <laughs> Roberts who like, grabbed her and said, no, 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 Jesus. not you. He didn't mean you. So, yeah, can you imagine that if she got up on stage topless Uh-oh. to grab one of those boots? <laughs> that's what would Neil fucking awesome? What would Neil have said? You know, like Elliot Roberts have, may have saved the tour at that point. <sighs> yeah, you know, that's wild. This, what was going on between them and everything? I mean, I, I think at that point their marriage was was starting to fall apart a little yeah. bit.
3: I'm and, just looking uh, at a picture from the tour.
1: Yeah, you'll see it. All these boots, fucking like, Ben, man, ben nailed up. Ben
3: looks great too in the bucket, oh yeah, in the full, bucket hat, full seventies wasted vibe. And Neil, Neil's, yeah. I like this look for Neil too. The, oh yeah, the water face. That's the that's what he's doing in the Human Highway, right?
1: In Human Highway, well, Human Highway. Well, he, like when he didn't go, have that look, but he's, no, when
3: they go to the sh- when they cut to like yeah, is that water face is his
1: like rock star, yeah, yeah, rock star guy thing
3: those pants though with the fucking yeah it was a seersucker seersucker
1: suit or jacket and then the elvis sunglasses yeah didn't bathe didn't shave didn't cut his hair they were all just like the scruffy wasted gang and it just added to the whole atmosphere
3: it's got like a like the vest and the yeah oh yeah yeah
1: Yeah, they wanted to make it as sleazy as possible they had palm trees on stage because we talked about this during tonight's the night so it was a big production um I love the Bill Graham intro too at the beginning. Yeah. yeah, you know, thank you for waiting, ladies and gentlemen. When they say that, you know he's got to be like two hours late. Oh yeah, Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I just I love uh, I love that. I also, is that my headphones that's doing that? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I'm hearing it too. I
2: don't know. It's annoying, um, but I love the contrast between that and then, I love that songs for Judy is just. It's just, I don't know, like a. That was when obviously they all probably waited too, but I love that. Roxy is is the show, and Songs for Judy is all the pre-show. Do you know what I mean? Those yeah. acoustic things he would do, yeah, before. And I just feel like they just really it was it was kind of great listening to both of them
1: at yeah. the same time. Yeah, it's a great mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Live at the Roxy was what seventy three. Or seventy four around when, when then.
3: The Ro- yeah, the Roxy was seventy three. Seventy three,
1: and then "Songs for Judy" is, I believe, the seventy six tour when yeah, he first got back with Crazy Horse. I think that was the tour for Zuma. I'm thinking, because um, Zuma came out like in seventy five, probably. And so, in this, at that time, like between those years, so seventy three to seventy six, you know, he did. uh he did stuff. a ton of yeah. stuff. Like yeah. he were like I said, he recorded Tonight's he The Night, the didn't put it out, yeah. he did on the beach. He did Homegrown and he shelved that. Right. Yeah. Um he did Hitchhiker. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. What did he was uh, it? No,
2: he did Hitchhiker?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, that was one of those sessions where it was a full moon and he got with bricks. Yeah. yeah. Um and then he gets back with Crazy Horse here to do to do this tour. The interesting about thing for songs for Judy was this was Something that was put together originally by Cameron Crowe, the writer and director. Really? Yeah. He was on... This is when Cameron Crowe was like music journalist for Rolling Stone. And he was... I don't know how old he was at this point. Maybe like... 19 years old or something. He was still a teenager, I think. Yeah. And he was with this photographer, Joel Bernstein. Is
3: that what like, Almost Famous is based on? Yeah, but yeah he yeah. wrote Almost Famous and, yeah. and directed it. Yeah. He
1: also directed Singles. And, yeah, yeah. Um, and Neil
3: liked it because his last name is a bird.
2: Yeah, that's pretty out. obvious, yeah. Luke. Right.
1: Jeez, come on. <laughs> I didn't even
3: notice that. <laughs> that's so good.
1: Oh, that's good. We need a train reference and a semen reference. We'll be back in the saddle.
3: Time fades away as well.
1: 73. Yeah, right? So there was a lot. This is like premium, like prolific Neil Young yeah. time. And he had just told Stephen Stills to eat a peach a few months earlier before mm-hmm. this Crazy Horse okay. tour. So he did Stills Young Band and that big piece of shit and <laughs> um, did a bit of a tour with Stephen Stills. So, yeah, this is where he does the whole acoustic set beforehand and then Crazy Horse comes on. And um, I was wondering, because I was looking at the, uh, the playlist for this, and there's not a lot. There's maybe one song from Tonight's the Night on there. There's not a lot on the beach. There's n- nothing from Zuma. And I'm thinking, oh, well, Crazy Horse is coming on to play afterwards. Right, yeah. So he's probably saving that. But apparently he was playing different songs every night. And there's a few songs here on Songs for Judy, much like Live at the Roxy, that people have never heard before. Like White Line is one of them. He didn't record that until Ragged Glory. Right but it's a great I love it acoustic yeah. What, yeah
2: what's the one from um freedom oh too uh not too far gone uh oh yeah,
1: what is that one
2: uh, it is too far gone is right?
1: it is that it Sire? is yeah, I think he does okay. like
2: a pumped up version on freedom, right I couldn't remember I'm like this sounds familiar, I don't remember what it's from. Also, that noise that keeps buzzing, I don't think it's showing up on the recording. I oh, think it's okay. just in our headphones. No, you're right. That
1: is freedom, yeah. Um, and then Give Me Strength, that was on Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker, yeah. You know, and then what else? There was another one on there. Oh, No One Seems to Know. Right. And that was the first appearance of this song. And so, you know, the, again, it's Neil throwing a lot of stuff out there. You know what's great? You listen to the crowd on Songs for Judy. He's throwing out these tunes that nobody's heard before.
3: Also, when he does... And the
1: crowd's going sick. That's when people used to love... When the when an artist would go, you want to hear some new stuff, and people would people go Actually, sick. liked it. Yeah. You know, now it's like you want to hear some new stuff, and then that's when everybody goes get get, get a beer. They go to the bathroom, right? You know,
3: uh, when he does "Love Is a Rose," when would they have heard that, or would they have thought it was "Dance Dance"?
1: You know what? It's yeah, it's almost the same thing as "Dance it Dance." It is the same. Yeah, yeah. The same. Uh, but "Love Is a Rose" is on Homegrown, right? Yeah, but they wouldn't have. They heard wouldn't that. have heard. The, he, but they that act didn't like get they released till a couple of years didn't ago. Didn't
3: it end up on Hitchhiker too?
1: Love is a rose?
3: No, no, I don't think so. I have no idea. Who knows at this point? We
1: should know because we do a Neil Young podcast. Yeah,
3: but it really so. all just blends together. <laughs> well, there's just too many of these out. Al- like these two. <laughs> <you
2: know? laughs> there's too many goddamn albums. Yeah.
3: Um. Here, hold on. I'll Look it up right now.
2: Well, you're looking it up. I'll... Oh,
3: it's on Decade. Yeah.
2: Love is a rose is on Decade. Yeah. Huh.
3: So yeah, the, I, I guess... feel like I'm
2: forgetting more Neil than I'm remembering. And Decade was
3: '74, yeah. so I guess they would have heard it. They would have known it. Yeah,
1: he did it for Homegrown. They put it on Decade.
2: Um, I threw this out. So we, I only announced a few hours ago that we were recording today, and people must be eager to talk about this because we already have over 15 comments. Jesus Christ. I'm not going to read all of them, obviously.
1: We don't even have that much to say.
2: <laughs> <Right>? um, <laughs> That'll be the episode. I'm just, I'm just going to go down. Jesus, okay. John Locke has a lot to say about these Oh, boy. Two. <laughs> Holy shit. But shark. I'll start with James Clark. Uh, Roxy has the best walk-on I've ever heard. Stage patter is priceless. Love this alternate Tonight's the Night. Songs for Judy, stage patter also priceless. Um, Intro slash Too Far Gone is the best thing on it. The rest is fun. Listen to them both a lot. Um, he goes on. That's from- a th- that's
1: also the common thing about these two releases. They are definitely fun, They're Neil. They're fun, yeah. Like Neil Young is is loose and funny. Everything the record company said he wasn't. Yeah. (laughs) Neil Young is not fun. But he is on these two albums. He's super loose. Yeah. He's wicked wasted.
3: Did anyone see the email we got? No. John Garrett. Hi, guys. Have you given up on the Neil Young (laughs) podcast? Oh, no. It's been a long time since the last one. Maybe Neil's release schedule is outpacing you and you have realized that you will never get to the end.
2: It could be something (laughs) to that. That's true.
3: Whatever you have for plans, thanks a lot for taking the time to do this series. It's been a blast. Regards, John. Nice. Well, thanks, John.
2: Um, Yeah, John, if you want more content, go to patreon.com slash Not Not...
3: A there's a bunch of stuff from b- on patreon i think from like ricky harvey and craig bitch and john Locke and
1: yep yeah don't you have to mention craig oh
3: yeah bitch?
2: craig bitch john Locke, and um mark ray thank you for being top tier patrons patreon.com yes. slash long may you young all kinds of good stuff thanks for there. being
1: patient we uh, appreciate that
2: so speaking of john Locke, uh, i'm john relax i'm not reading all this stuff <laughs> Um, here's he Christ. writes, Here are my thoughts on Miss Judy. I feel like John is just smoking weed and just writing about this. I love this record because it's an official release of the legendary Bernstein tapes co created yeah. with Cameron Crowe. I obtained a copy of the Bernstein tapes back in my 20s, but the quality is terrible, so it's great to hear it in all its glory. Now, is it Bernstein or Bernstein tapes? Because I've heard both,
1: like the Bernstein bears. Yeah.
2: Thanks for grabbing that one. Okay. Nice. Uh, <laughs> What can be said about Neil Young using the unreleased classic Like a Hurricane used to open Mm. A Man Needs a Maid? Just pure perfection. That
1: is beautiful. Uh, I got so excited when I heard that. So
2: let me ask you about that, because I know you wanted to talk about it. Do you think he had already written Like a Hurricane? Or do you think he was, obviously, Man Needs a Maid had already come out and that maybe he had written that for A Man Needs a Maid, dumped it, um when Nietzsche was like no we're gonna do it like Disney songs and then he just kept he couldn't get it out of his head because doesn't he say like I can't get this out of my head or something yeah he says I just can't
1: get this out of my head I thought the story was he wrote that during the Zuma sessions after they went out to a bar and he met the the woman that's supposedly the uh the subject of the song
2: but that
3: and riff. then
1: left and then they stopped and they stopped at some cliff on Malibu like a, like a hurricane is and also did a, on decade and did a bunch of did a bunch of coke and he wrote it on some like wrapper or napkin he had in the car or something like that so
3: people at the Judy show would have would have heard everything on decade right probably because decade came out November 29 75 and the Judy show was 76 right yeah I thought decade yeah. was
2: until 79
3: 75. So people people would have heard decade for sure, huh? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah, definitely. I would assume so, right?
1: Uh huh. But Hurricane—that's
3: good to know because a lot of songs that weren't anywhere else were on decade, right? So and
1: Hurricane later showed up on uh, Stars and Bars,
3: but it was on decade. Hurricane was no Hurricane was live rust,
1: and that was seventy (laughs) nine. seventy eight
2: you know what let's just start from the first album again this yeah is, we got <laughs> well this clearly... is a
1: very you know this the seventies Neil so much stuff came out and a bunch of things he recorded that he didn't release until recently
3: because when you type in on the archives they have that thing where you can type in and mm-hmm. it shows you where the sh- sh- songs are and that seems to be the only spots where it is right yeah so, so they... I don't think it was on stars and bars
2: um John yeah, yeah.
3: it was wasn't it let me go to stars. Well,
2: you're looking it up. John Locke says a bunch more about that. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he does say,
3: um, yeah, that's weird. Why is it? Yeah, it is.
2: What did he He John, John Locke says this is easily one of the best of his 20 solo acoustic shows that he's
1: released. lately. Yeah, I agree, John. Yeah, I agree. It's just a lot of fun. He's super loose on all of them. You know, I think telling Stephen Stills to fuck off, maybe gave him a little boost. Oh, see. And his to, attitude. You have to click albums.
2: Um, That's what it is. He has a lot to say yeah. about <laughs> Roxy, yeah. too. I'm not going to read all that, but he does. John Locke does say, how many hours do you plan on talking about Nils playing on Speaking Out? His, <laughs> his brother Nails would be so proud if he ever listened to this record, right? but I know that he never will. I don't he think it's his brother, is it? I don't know what we'd established.
3: <laughs> it's like a half-brother, isn't it? <laughs> yeah,
1: this
2: podcast, much like, like Neil Young's timeline, we're not experts <laughs> right. on either. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You guys know better than us probably. All
2: right, I'm just going to sidebar into a quick nail story if you don't mind. Okay, all right. So, uh
1: Nail Nails Lofgren. Nails
2: Lofgren uh his uh I don't know if you'd call him his manager his his best friend John is also one of my best friends. Uh John, he loves climbing, he loves a rock gym, he loves horror, he loves uh all kinds of weird creative horror stuff like that guy, Joe Bob Briggs, he, like, has his mm. autograph stuff. He has Shudder, all that stuff. Anyway, Shudder put out a documentary on the band Guar. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> did I tell you any of this? I don't know. So I went over John's, and we watched this doc. And in typical John fashion, he spends the first 20 minutes, we're just hanging out in his kitchen, and he just tells me the whole documentary. And then we watch it, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's the thing John talked about. Oh, yeah, mm. like the whole thing. So then, after he's like, "Yeah, I just I don't know how I was never into Guar. They've been around since I was a kid. I don't know how I missed them, but I'm way into them now." And Russ, you know when John gets into a thing, he oh, gets yeah. into a thing. Yeah. Anyway, he texts me uh, at, about a day after this, and he goes, "Hey, uh, Guar's coming to Worcester, <laughs> so we should go." And I'm like, "I don't know. Like, d- are you familiar with the Guar show?" Yeah, you're gonna
3: get like blood thrown on you.
2: Blood, fake semen. Yeah. Mike apparently has been to like twenty. Oh yeah, 30, I've,
1: I've 30 seen years. them a lot. Yeah.
2: But, uh, <laughs> so I said, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't really seem like my thing, but may- maybe. And then the next day, hey, I bought you a ticket. So whenever you can Venmo me 40 bucks, <laughs> Jesus. Right? <laughs> so I guess I'm going to see Guar in October. My thing with Guar is I don't know how venues keep booking them. I, I think they might be playing the Hanover Theater, which can't be no, true. No, that can't be true. It's, it's got to be the play-dium. Palladium. Okay. Yeah.
1: They basically put plastic on everything. Okay. Yeah. It's awesome. It is. It's amazing. There's so many bodily fluids being flung into and all over the crowd. It's it's a giant show. It's fantastic. And I think you the, would like it. So You're ma- going to enjoy yourself.
2: So many members. And I think Neil was definitely a member at one
1: point. Yeah, that was their short uh um Guar <laughs> Railroad tour <laughs> where they would come out on a on a space train. And, and the train
2: would eat the and, crowd. And the
1: train would just like plow over a bunch of Guar slaves. I think they called themselves
2: Odorous Trainorous. Oh God. <laughs> Stupid guar. I don't want to make dumb Guar references on no, that show. No, we won't, we yeah. won't. But
1: you you're gonna have a good time. They put on a good show.
2: I think yeah, I think the name of that album was Living with Guar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> Excellent. Uh, Excellent. anyway, yeah, it annoyed me that he bought a ticket for me, but it'll be fun.
1: It will be fun. Yeah, yeah you're gonna love it.
2: Speaking of that, I bought you guys tickets, so whenever you can venture. Great, for thank $40. you.
1: Right. So. Awesome. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah. We don't need to get into each song. No, because no, no we've covered
1: most of these songs.
2: Um, sorry, a few more. Mikey Long, Live at Roxy is incredible. It adds an upbeat party vibe to the dark and hopelessness of probably my favorite Neil album, Roxy in the Day, Studio for the Night, FNM. I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, I agree. I agree, because it's, it's a more, I don't know, just, it just seems a little more upbeat than the, the actual studio album.
2: Um, Mm. Anthony Miglieri, oh, says, (laughs) sorry, Anthony, Uh, tired eyes at the Roxy rips your heart out. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with that. Kent Smith, Ben Keith on Roxy is all that needs to be said. John Locke responds to that by saying Russ is going to be gushing about him.
3: (laughs) It's true. (laughs) And he looks fucking awesome, too.
2: Um, Tom Sclafani. We got a lot, hey. of, oh, a lot of Italians <laughs> listening to the pod.
3: Rest in peace, Tony Sirico. Know, Happy yeah. Feast of Saint Agrippa. Oh,
2: since we recorded a lot of. There's uh, been some more deaths. Yeah, James Khan That's right. Yeah. That's right.
1: Polly Walnuts. Polly
2: Walnuts, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. You said, Tony Sirico. That nah, sucks. Sucks.
3: Ew.
1: Oh, and uh, Ray Liotta.
2: Ray Liotta.
3: Yeah. We, I, I thought, did oh, we? Was too many deaths. Have we recorded since Ray? I thought.
1: I don't know. It's been a long time. Yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, Tom says, if you somehow manage to condense tequila, crystallizing it into a solid flat disc, and you drop the needle on that disc, it would sound like Live at the Rocks. Yes. I fucking love <laughs> that's that. Yeah, gay. that's
1: a good yeah. description of it. Yeah. Yeah. Although he seems a lot more wasted on Songs for Judy.
2: You think yeah, so? he kind of does. I think he he's seems... high. I oh, yeah, lying. that's what
1: I'm saying. He's high as a fucking kite, man. Yeah. Which is hilarious.
2: Do you think that Judy's story was a, just a funny story, or do you think he acts, acts, actually hallucinated and saw Judy in the pit?
3: He says you don't have to believe him. <laughs> well, I, I, I j- believe him.
1: I just think he was trying to come up with some weird story to confuse people, like he, <laughs> he usually worked. does. Fucking Neil, man. You know, that's what he does.
3: <laughs> that's... I don't think you heard me. He reached inside me. <laughs> inside
1: me. Yeah. <laughs> He's funnier than on that one. What was that one? Was that uh, that was one of
3: the archives? That was like
1: cellar door. They're all one of yeah, the something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, but he's much funnier on this one. I think he's awesome. Actually, and then um,
3: that reminds me, how far in are we, Luke? We're a little bit an hour. Half hour. Okay, that, that, I feel like this is a good time to tell you guys that uh, it's nice to be here. It was nice to be here earlier and it's still nice to be here. Still nice to be here.
2: Neil Hedberg.
3: I'm gonna start using that at shows. I loved that.
2: This just starts stealing everything.
3: It's nice to be here. It was nice to be here earlier and it's still nice to be here.
2: Neil Hedberg and just doing Mitch Hedberg jokes in a <laughs> Neil voice. <laughs> I used to do drugs i still know well, that's what he says. Always, he says the i know, know so, that yeah. that sounds like a mitch oh Edward yeah joke. yeah
1: i love how he dedicates um
3: uh, oh, yeah, roll another number to the cops that one
1: that one and then uh um after the gold rush oh on this one's for all the freeways in texas
3: yeah what the fuck <laughs> I, don't
1: I think it's because i don't know it's an environmental thing
3: i don't know i didn't it's understand just, that one. Yeah, yeah i didn't get yeah, that one either, either. And he he was referring to Jimmy Carter, right? When he was talking about the new president, that would have been no. Carter s- was later than 76. that. seventy six. No, that was was it that Carter? Was, that was Carter, I yeah,
1: believe. I yeah, because yeah, no, because
2: Reagan was eighty. Right, his boy Reagan, Neil's boy. <laughs> that's right,
1: his boy. Yeah, Carter took over in seventy six. So yeah, I think that was. His. But yeah, that's interesting. The stuff with the yeah. the references he throws in there, like in Pocahontas or yeah. John Ehrlichman and the first family, all yeah. that stuff was very still very raw. And current Watergate, that whole thing, because yeah. that had just happened a couple of years earlier. Plus, you're and then and then "Songs for Judy," that whole, you know, obviously you guys weren't alive, but I remember in 1976, the bicentennial was a huge deal. Oh, uh, yeah, that was a gigantic thing. They yeah. had logos everywhere, and I remember was, I saw Rocky. I know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah. right? You saw Apollo Creed dressed like George Washington, That's right? <laughs>
3: <laughs> living in a But uh so
1: that that's oh, that was, you know, that was that where I'm just yeah. where the whole that's the whole vibe right there. But um
2: Do we want to talk about the Bernstein tapes, what those were a little bit?
1: Yeah, so that was like that was Cameron Crow and it was, it was Joel,
2: guitar tech, right?
1: Guitar tech and photographer. Okay. Um and so him and Cameron Crow just took the recordings and they made a tape for themselves of what they thought were the best moments from the acoustic parts of the, of the tour. And then somehow that got lost and ended up out in public, and so there were several different bootlegs and stuff. And so they kind of recreated what the, of this, the, the, uh, the Bernstein tape.
3: No, I know, of what show?
1: Of the Songs for Judy. Oh, it's a compilation it's a show. Right, yeah. and yeah. So, um, so what they did was they recreated that using mm-hmm. the tapes from the actual shows. I think the only thing different is that they put them in chronological order.
2: Yeah, they seem to be
1: they, from the beginning to the end of the tour. Yeah, there's sure. a few Boston songs in there. What are the Boston songs, uh, Luke? Look? You looking at that songs, right now? Uh,
2: roll, roll another number. Yeah. Um, Journey through the past, Harvest, and Campaigner. That's nice. a good. That's a good
3: good collection. Wait, so was, were was Cameron Crowe like on tour? For yeah,
1: the... he was covering that. He's, you know, he was a journalist, like oh. when he was fifteen. Yeah, right, right. Um, so he was on this tour.
2: Yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman sent him on the tour. Right.
1: He told him not to get <laughs> yeah. be friendly with the rock stars.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> and the band aids were there. Yeah, the he, whole deal. He
2: almost slept with Carrie Snodgrass. Right. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Billy Crudup showed up <laughs> and was still somehow the same age. <laughs> so, 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 still, water <laughs> opened a few shows. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Jason Uh, Lee before he got into you know all the Kevin Smith movies
1: so that bootleg was going around but like John Locke said it sounded sounded terrible because it came from a cassette that they had made and so uh, if you go to Neil Young Archives and you go to the article section for Songs for Judy they'll show you the the J card for the cassette and the the order of the songs and stuff like that um, that's really cool. So yeah, that's it's, that's the interesting part of this 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 wasn't these weren't tracks chosen by Neil. These were tracks chosen by Cameron Crowe and hmm. Joel Bernstein.
2: Did did he do a full acoustic set or would he just do like three or four songs before the show? No, shows? he
1: did like a full, it was just full opening set. And yeah. then Crazy Horse was the set. Right.
2: Those, that's, that's that was a pretty common thing. I, I don't know. Neil.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that was the first time he did that on this tour, but that's that was pretty common. You know, Live Rust, that's what that is. That whole Rust Never Sleep story came out. and Yeah.
3: I mean, he kind of did that when we saw him, Luke, with Promise of the Real. Yeah. But
2: it was, but it was like four or five songs. You know mm. what I mean? And it was great,
3: but... He did a similar like organ thing for After the Gold Rush. Yeah. It would have been cool to see him do Mam' Needs a Maid, but...
1: But that was... that He just... That's something he kept doing. Yeah. Like the full acoustic set. And, you know, if you think about that, that's cool, because then he could do stuff. If he was with Crazy Horse, he could do stuff from Harvest, yeah. you know, and Comes a Time, and stuff like that, and then he could do the full-on electric yeah. Crazy Horse stuff, you know, after that, and do the long jams and right. things like that. You know, and get get some of the hits out of the way from Harvest, which he does on Songs for Judy. He does um, Heart of Gold early in the set, right? Yeah. He, he does Harvest.
2: He does Heart of, Heart of Gold early, and then Harvest yeah. later. And then so Man if, Needs a Maid If you
3: guys... Starts. Could like if you only had one oh. night, you're launched back to either one of these, and you get to see the full Crazy Horse too. Would you rather be at the Waterface shows, like with the Santa Monica Flyers, or would you rather be at the these the Judy ones?
1: I'd rather be I'd be with at the crazy, tonight's the night shows. Me too. Yeah. yeah,
3: I'd rather be at the Waterface. I don't yeah. know. I don't know the Santa Monica Flyers. Yeah, because you got Ben Keith. Yeah. 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 And Plus,
2: the, that was a
1: speci- That was like a real. Yeah. That was a real specific thing, thing. for them. It was. A, it I, wasn't yeah. just like them playing it up. That was like Neil's idea. We're gonna be this band of sleazy guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and we're gonna be like act like we're part of the Hollywood establishment or whatever, and be, yeah. you know, yeah, my Mi- the whole Miami Beach thing and, right. and everything. And um, I would have liked to seen that. I would have liked to seen that as the people there like. Mm hearing that stuff for the first time. Yeah. You know, at some point on that tour, I would have liked to have seen that.
3: I know. You know, that and him
1: just going so cool. going through all that stuff and just completely brand new stuff. that yeah. was, just, And it's Tonight's the Night, you know. Interesting thing about Tonight's the Night, and I think we covered it with, with either On the Beach or the Tonight's the Night episode, he has Walk On at the end of yeah. Live he, at the Roxy. And I yeah, think he does. wanted to do that originally. I think Walk On was something he had... Recorded And he wanted to put at the end of Tonight's Night to yeah. kind of give this, like, okay, well, life still goes on yeah, kind of thing. On. Yeah, walk on. Right, yeah. Move along.
2: Let me extend that question. If you could pick any era, album era, of Neil to see him tour, would it still be one of I these two? I'd still
3: go 70s, yeah.
2: Would it be one of these shows?
1: Hmm. Trans yeah. Trans Tour, St. <laughs> Louis. That's not true. St. The St. Louis show. I,
3: I think it would. I think it would have <laughs> landing on water. I the think. It, I think it would still. It <laughs> Drink. would. It would be. A, it would be one of these tonight's tonight ones. Yeah.
1: I definitely. Yeah. Because I'd have it's still, to see it. Right.
3: And because it's still intimate-ish venue, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: The Roxy's not a huge place.
3: No. Yeah. But like, no, cause yeah. if you go like "Time Fades Away" or whatever, then you're in a. a I don't want to see. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, I've already seen him in a fucking amphitheater. I don't need to see him in an arena. Right. I mean, I I will because that's all you can get now. But, like, going back and being able to see him in an intimate... Yeah, you know. Yeah, oh, and that yeah. band—the smell and yeah, yeah, with fucking Ben Keith, Ben and, Keith and Nils, and you still have crazy because you still have Billy and Ralph. Right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's it's, it's still crazy. It's it's still still, cra- this is yeah. my favorite. This is my favorite. It's crazy Horse. It's Ben extended. Nils, and then two of the crazy. And I mean, they are Crazy Horse because yeah,
1: that kind of he yeah, built them, th- them as that yeah. yeah,
3: and actually that is Crazy Horse because now Crazy Horses yeah, Nils, is Nils is and, yeah. and Ralph and Billy. Right. Right. You know what I mean? So then you just have Ben.
1: I think that would be it. I mean of me all too. the eras. I think yeah. that
3: that would be it for me too, yeah. You know, I just I would also Those
1: warm up shows for the Tell Ragged Glory tour though, that yeah. might be a close second.
3: Tell you what though, you throw in a fucking a rusty somehow in there if he gets if he can get on stage, <laughs> then I'm fucking sold. Who Kershaw. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, my God. Right. That'd
3: be fucking nuts. dude. He's playing like a saw or something (laughs) (laughs) with his suspenders.
1: He'd be up there like with some kind of portable stove (laughs) frying up like trout,
3: Yeah.
1: you know, and serving it to the crowd. He's got like red beans and rice on the side. He's
3: making a gumbo. Who's hungry?
1: Yeah. All right. I got Fritos. I got red wine. I got red beans. I got (laughs) some smelt. (laughs) smelt <laughs> <Some> <laughs> and some honey. I've never had honey slides.
2: Yeah. You never had smelt? No, they have it at K's down in uh, Gardner. I oh, never, really? Never they serve it at K's? Yeah, they serve fried smelt.
1: My dad would bring home smelt Ugh. and fry it up and it was delicious, but it made the house smell for a week. It's it delicious? Like, it's called Oh, it was smelt. wonderful, yeah. Smelt. <laughs> it yeah. Was, yeah, yeah.
2: Is it just, just g- like sardine-ish?
1: It's, it's like a, a larger
3: sardine, it but it's not gross. like a sardine sounds from, like, from a can. It's different. Sounds like something Dean would
2: eat. D- uh, Dean loved he's loves yeah, smelt. I bet he does. And then he always his saying was "dead as a smelt."
1: Smelt delicious.
2: <laughs> Look, man, that's dead as a smelt. <laughs> what he would say.
1: <laughs>
2: um, you wanted?
1: Well, what would be yours, Luke? Any era? Yeah,
2: I think I'd agree with you guys. I would like to see. I would I would love to see almost like this evening with Neil, where he does a full acoustic set and then comes out and and rips. But th- it'd probably be this era.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd like to see like I, I'd love to be at Massey Hall. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. I mean, that's such a great show. But it, at the same time, I don't know. I just like this me too. particular band. Yeah, there are, other, particular there are other. There are like
3: some of those solo ones from early that I like. They're so great, right. and he's so funny. But even, later, but I, I mean, you can't pass up for me. I can't pass up Ben, no, you can't. Crazy Horse guys right. and Nils.
2: Like, I also can't get away from nineties Neil right now. I keep going back to a Broken Arrow. I keep going back to um Yeah. fucking But again,
3: in the 90s he's in arenas. I know, totally. Mm.
2: I no, I agree with you. I just uh I don't know. 90s Neil like won't
3: leave me alone
1: because it's so goddamn good. It's great. Yeah. yeah. He really came back hard.
3: Yeah. Actually, I changed my mind. I wouldn't I wouldn't see any of these. I'd go back and I'd see Candy Bar.
1: <laughs> right on this stage. <laughs> right here, ladies and gentlemen.
3: I had to look up Candy Bar. Set of tits on that one, huh? Yeah. Oh, right? you looked her up. Huh?
1: Yeah. Come on. See, that's that's another thing. It's like the Don't 70s <laughs> vibe. Don't
2: the say 70s set vibe. of tits on that one. Hey, man, one. we're doing a waterface podcast. We're going to be
1: sleazy. Neil's the one that asked guys. for the first topless woman on stage. That's
2: yeah, true. Right? Set of tits that's on what that That's what one. it was all, it was all <laughs> that, about. That Come was on. What's wrong with you?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking candy bar.
1: I'd definitely be with the International Harvesters on Nashville now. No. That's what I want to go back to. Boo. I'd be the only Asian in the whole building.
2: <laughs> what if that wasn't true?
1: What do you mean?
3: What if it, it was, was just a, a room full of Asians. It was just yeah,
1: some what, some <laughs> tour group.
2: Yeah. No, they just love. Asians love the International Harvesters. That's it. You
1: know who the you know who the Asians love? Specifically the Taiwanese. Oh. They love Town Meeting.
3: They do. They love the song of New Hampshire. Yeah, they love that. <laughs> it's that very weird to
1: them. New Hampshire is probably this romantic place. Oh wait,
3: is that sure? That's like one of the Spotify things. Yeah, isn't that yeah, like your stream your, your highest stream was New, for
1: New Hampshire and it was in Taiwan, right. right?
3: Yeah, it's yeah. West
2: is our highest stream, but New New Hampshire is the second best, and we never played at shows. We don't promote it, and for some reason, Taiwan they friggin love they love New Hampshire. Hmm. Um,
1: They're probably thinking like New Hampshire is like this magical place It
2: kind of is Yeah, I guess so You know, the old man on the mountain Oh, he doesn't well, he's
1: not Hey, of there come on, anymore. Adam Sandler Adam Sandler Oh, that's true mm. They love his movies, right?
2: <laughs> uh, there's, uh, you know, Nashua Yeah That's yeah. a good yeah
1: Yeah uh, You know, Salem Oh, yeah, Salem, New Hampshire A lot of great shopping
2: mm. There's Concord
1: right? Yeah, Concord yeah. What's town? that record store in Concord? Right downtown there That's Concord on. Records I don't know.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's Empire Records. Is it Empire Records?
1: Okay.
3: Is it Rex Manning Day today? It's Rex Manning Day. (laughs) Oh, you brought up uh, White Line earlier, Shu? Yeah. I really love the transition from Heart of Gold right into White Line.
1: Yeah. I love that song. Yeah, it's a great song. I yeah. I prefer the Ragged Glory version, but this one's this one's really good.
3: I just really like the way he transitioned. Like it's yeah. it's literally he's playing the chords at the end of Heart of Gold and he just goes right into it. It's awesome. I
2: can try to play some of this. I just I feel like we're having so many weird audio issues. It's
3: just go back It's
1: because we haven't used any of this equipment in like months.
2: And it's kind of a mess in here. Are you, uh, go
3: back to the GarageBand band thing just to make sure you're Yeah, we're recording. One wi- no, I know, us. but once you start playing
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there it is. What do you think? You were saying white line? Well, a to go into white
3: line. Yeah, that's a
2: cool. Let me see.
3: And of course, people are going to go nuts. Right. You know. I'm so
2: just fast forwarding to the end.
3: so good
4: I came to you when I needed a rest you took my love and put it to the
3: test so where was this was at the Phil? no uh. uh songs for
1: judy they, they took it from the whole tour.
3: Oh, oh, oh! Okay. Yeah, it's like yeah, that's these, these, yeah. these are bigger. These are bigger. These are bigger ranges, right? Yeah, yeah This yeah.
1: was like the full-on crazy horse tour. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, you guys want to talk about like highlights, or do you want to jump right to top three? I'm, uh, or I mean, highlights might be top three. You want to start with Roxy? I don't even
3: think I did a top three.
2: I feel like you could pick one on the fly. Yeah, I'm sure. I have a top three in mind for Judy, but Roxy, I don't. Um, I don't know if I picked a I know top three. Walk yeah, on I is on one. You could pick a top three just raps. <laughs> yeah, like Candy Bar rap number one. Candy Bar two number two. <laughs>
5: All
4: right, let's play. <laughs>
2: let's
1: play. Well, the, the the whole story about Judy Garland appearing in the anyways, in the orchestra yeah. pit. You know candy that's Candy
4: Bar was here. You know, so it already, knows you know, you know. already.
3: Yeah, man. Ben,
4: (laughs) you may not remember Candy Bar.
3: Candy Bar.
4: I suggest you read up on
1: it. Read up on. Russ did. He read up on Candy Bar. Hey Candy. I Googled it. (laughs)
3: Hey Daryl. Did you know Candy Bar?
2: Candy Bar.
3: Play, play, uh, play some of the, the Judy story. I want to hear him. How's the business, Neil?
1: (laughs) You should just open the show with that. Yeah.
4: I just have this song I got to sing for you.
1: It's kind of a long, it's kind, kind of Listen to him. Listen, he sounds like Luke on a Friday night.
4: <laughs> oh, I know all those old songs, really. I still know the changes. I
3: know the changes.
4: Yeah. Sometimes I feel I like when a I love when he goes, that's world, not sir.
3: it, that's not it. Uh, yeah, he goes,
4: it's going to be a long night. I love yeah. it when you, uh, you know, you ask me for those old songs and everything, but... No, he doesn't. It's funny, because <laughs> what keeps you alive is what kills you, you know. Like you get you know. too much of the old shit, you know. Well, like yeah.
3: That's right. That's good. That's yeah, good. man. So
4: here's a song I wrote especially for you, especially you loud, boisterous mothers out there. Boisterous mothers. <laughs>
3: I can <gonna> hear you.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> just pretend that? you can <laughs> hear that old pool hall clanking in the background. <laughs> he
3: literally just literally was just like, uh, uh. <laughs>
5: That
3: old pool hall. Yeah, he doesn't—he doesn't play it. hes, yeah, he's a I know you good.
4: can relate to this song. It's a song I wrote about myself.
3: I love that I know you
1: can relate to the song It's a song I wrote about myself I
4: know there have been Maybe nine songs of the same title In the last yeah. two years I don't <laughs> let things like that bother me I
3: don't let things like that bother me
4: If I'm too far gone I got the right to say it, right? Right to say uh, it, right?
3: That's right <laughs> Sounds like Ozzy yeah. a little bit it's, Just uh, checking with you uh, Just checking with you
4: of this year of this hole between us that I have
2: to keep... All right, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. Re- ...reaffirming our... So it's like
3: almost go. there. But.
4: Just uh, checking with you light, pit, you. light up
2: the pit, please? light up the pit, please?
3: we get some sun on that? That's what he says in Roxy. Well, anyway,
4: I want to tell you, folks... <laughs> you don't have to be able to see me to hear what I'm saying. What I'm going to tell you is I saw... <laughs> Judy what I'm Garland saying. down there tonight earlier. Earlier, she earlier. was wearing a red dress with red lipstick and a long and she had some, you jacket. Uh, a <laughs> bit of music with her right here. Uh, right here, on those uh, music folios, it said, "Somewhere over the rainbow." He does not say "portfolios." looking up at me with a blue sky behind her, and there she was, Judy Garland in a red dress with a piece of music, and she looked up and she said. How's the business, Neil? How's the business, Neil? <laughs> How's the business, Neil? <laughs> you
3: don't have to believe me. Yay. How's the business, think, Neil? Th- th- think about it. The, both
1: of these albums have that theme where he's kind of making fun of old Hollywood and the old Hollywood machine how it would just eat people up and spit them out. And that's yeah. kind of like he's always been. That's always been something he's kind of—I don't want to say obsessed, but he's kind of focused on. You know, that's what tonight's the night is about. Yeah. You know, with, with uh with Danny, Danny Witten mm-hmm. and and uh Bruce Barry
3: <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. I'm sorry, I'm Bruce Barry. What was that? Yeah. Was Bruce that th- Barry. Sorry, did the Hollywood machine just get you? I know the Hollywood
1: machine's <laughs> listening in. How's the business shoes? How's the business, Mike?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then the you know, the whole George Burns thing. I was and just then, gonna
3: say, what did you just have a big George Burns cigar? I had cigar? a big George Burns
1: cigar. <laughs> this is a big cigar I like George Burns. Yeah. You know, that's kind of a common thing of him like yeah. it's the how the business like just eats up people yeah. and just like throws them away, right. scatters them or just tosses them away, you know, like they were just they're used up. And uh so the both of these albums kinda have that thing. Right. You know, with this Judy Garland story and, yeah. and him taught he comments on it throughout the whole thing, like those comments about, you know, that old shit will eat you up and and everything. That's another like Rust Never Sleeps reference. Like he just doesn't want to keep Doing the same thing over and over again because right. that's what got Judy Garland, you know, right. and then got her addicted to pills, and then that was that was the end of her.
2: Oh, that happened to her. <laughs> yes.
1: yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, actually, I
3: think I think what killed her was ketchup when I was strong.
1: It wouldn't surprise me. That almost killed me, and I didn't even eat any. Do you have an actual beer? Do you want, uh, Ultra? No, that's not beer. Do you have a Skeleton? Mick Ultra. Does anyone think Mick Ultra is actually beer?
3: Do you have any Skeletons? I got a cider, I'll Yeah, I'll take a Skitty. Oh, I got, no, I got two Seltos. Whatever. How
1: about a Belgian white? Yeah, okay. <laughs> and boy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Uh,
3: Shrouded here? Summit. All right. Oh, ghostfish. Yeah, where are I they
5: from? Oh,
3: Seattle. Uh, I really like Mellow My Mind, too. Uh, That song just always gets stuck in my head, man. Yeah. Always. Um,
1: Well,
3: we got drugs and we got booze. I
1: love um, the banjo version of Human Highway.
3: That's great. Yeah, that was cool. That's excellent. I
1: think I might actually prefer that. Want me to hit a little? That might be my favorite version. No, my
3: favorite version is the one we've talked about this that I I found. I showed you. uh, I think it's, it's. It's either Stills or one of those dudes singing harmony with him, and it's oh fucking oh right. Was was that
1: on the Deja Vu like 50th anniversary deluxe? (laughs) Let me me version.
5: Seems every
4: time I try to to record this song, someone stepped in, stepped in, stopped it.
1: Just to make this a real Long May You Young episode, that's totally about Crosby, Stills, and (laughs) Nash, right?
3: And stopped it. And stopped <laughs> it. I love goes like down. He goes, and, and stopped, stopped it. Mm-hmm. Stephen Stills.
2: Yeah, I forgot about
1: this. I like this a lot, too.
3: Isn't I, that great?
2: It's yeah. just
1: perfect. It's perfect. I
2: on the human highway. You just forget how long this album Take is. So.
4: Head, refreshing fountain. Take my eyes from what they've seen take my head yeah. and change yeah. my mind how could people get so unkind?
1: so i would say that's my favorite musical moment on that record and then the judy garland hallucination story at the beginning so
2: the too far gone is my number easily yeah, my number 1 it's also really good include yeah. like sure. the Songs for Judy, intro, and then into Too Far Gone. I just love everything about that. I love the song. Um, This Human Highway might be my number three, and then my two is Give Me Strength. I fucking love Give Me Strength. It's just a great song.
3: That's a good one. I'm
2: going to hit a little Give Me Strength right now real
3: quick. I actually kind of want... I know we've already done this, because, like I said, we talked about it, but I kind of want to hear that Human Highway again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's I think it's on the Deja Vu. I think it's on Look Out For My Love. Oh, okay. I'll find it.
2: (laughs) We just did this because we just did Hitchhiker like a few episodes ago. It's like three
4: months ago.
2: I just, I just love classic. Fucking can feel it, Neil. Here is not
5: a dream.
2: I wouldn't play too much more. Um, I'll go to that deja vu thing, Russ. But this is the. I don't think
3: it's deja vu. I, I could be. Shoe might be right, but I, I think. it's... Yeah, I thought
1: it, like like it was like a, a version. I think it was on the Deja Vu. I'll Here's play this song, uh, for a while or
4: while I'm looking. This old song is sung a lot of times here. But it keeps coming back at me. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the lookout for my love thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like some other.
1: I love that intro. It's, yeah, it's so awesome. heavy. Yeah, it's great. It's just evil. It's evil just like sounding. That, that
3: first sound just. Yeah. Whoa, what the fuck was that? You know, it's just, gra- it's just.
1: And I think it flows right. It's really nice going into Man Needs a Maid. And I love that yeah. version of that song there. I love the acoustic version on. What did we talk about recently? It was one of the acoustic records, but um, but this one might be my new favorite version of a man needs a man. If you
3: go to the little key thing where you can search, do you know what that is? Yep. Type in "human highway." I think it's the fourth one down. It's either the fourth one down or the second one. I can't remember.
2: I do want to say this hasn't booted me off yet.
3: That's good. Um, it's like the it's a picture of him and this one. I think it might be. Yeah, I, I, we, I remember we talked about this. Yeah, I think it might be this. I come down. Yeah, this version's better. On the
4: misty mountains. I got lost on the human highway. Take my head, refreshing. What they've seen Take my head And change my mind How could
3: people get So unkind Oh, God Man, this is a beautiful, gorgeous Yeah, I, think, I feel like I've and slept on this song And then there's like a, a little forever. bit of a Dobro or Sly Yeah It's really nice cousin
2: Every new version I like better, like, the softer the song gets. I, I never really liked this song. Like, on Comes in Time, it's fine. It's also the most ironic thing that he named that weird-ass movie after this, like, <laughs> very kind of folksy song.
1: <laughs> well, it's the, it's the journey, Luke. It is the That's journey. That's what it's about. It's the journey.
2: Um, should we play a little yeah. bit of Speaking Out since someone mentioned Nils on that? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking Out!
4: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen...
2: Yeah, the playing on this is fucking... This whole album.
3: you come through, like, the way we're hearing it. Yeah, it's
2: doing that dumb audio thing where it's cutting parts out.
3: So the reason why we uh, haven't ever gotten to that version is because it's from Neil Young Archives, Volume 2, Disc 9. It's called Look Out for My Love, uh, and I'm pretty sure that's actually C... That's Crosby, Stills, and Nash singing it. Right,
1: well, he originally wanted to do
3: that with those guys, and they just,
1: uh, for some reason... That's why I kept saying on this one. Someone always shot it down. Yeah,
3: But, uh... Stills plays the bottleneck slide guitar on that. I'm pretty sure. That's what he's credited nice. as. Nice. That's another one from... Well, the the I would assume. I, I can't... F- uh, it's got to be like 75, 76. It's an archives thing. so. But again, just a whole bunch of shit in that time frame. You know? Right. I mean, he was super the, prolific. The cover though. is him and Billy singing into the same mic. All right. So it, let's say we...
2: Right now we just did these two albums together. Next would be Tuscaloosa. You'd think we're pretty much done cuz Tuscaloosa was like 2018 I think or was then there's Colorado Homegrown. Like how much are we going to do like that but then there's Return to Greendale, there's The Times, there's Another Tonight's the Night, there's there's just so many fucking Neil albums, but we are coming There's down not the long like,
3: stretch. None of the, a lot of these aren't, li- like, r- original. Like, it's not like... Right. A lot of them is the stuff he had right ha- unreleased. You but know? I think
2: we should definitely do Tuscaloosa.
3: Colorado is original.
2: Colorado. Homegrown, we should do.
3: Yeah. Homegrown. The
1: Times... You're not going to leave all this in, are you? Yeah, Us I'm planning.
2: Mind. Yeah. Uh, I mean... Well, who
1: cares? Yeah, no. Seriously, don't <laughs> right. leave this. All right, all right. <laughs> um, we should definitely do like Tuscaloosa and Colorado and Homegrown. I mean, as far as all those acoustic albums, unless there's something that's like so, yeah, you know, that's so amazing, or just like it's.
2: Oh, I I'm, I, I brought this up because there's just so m- that person who said who emailed us like this. He just keep he just keeps putting out
3: right shit.
1: right. I think it's a, unless it's a studio recording, something that's never been heard before. You know, we should definitely talk about it.
3: Yeah, barn, that type of thing. Yeah, barn. So it'd be yeah, it'd be like it would be Colorado. Um, I guess homegrown, but no, yeah, we, we should definitely yeah, do we should absolutely should talk about the homegrown. times.
5: Yeah,
2: it's just wild to me that we're we're getting close to the end. We're like, not the end of the podcast what kind it's just i don't know it's just interesting to me it yeah. really did take a long time to get here
1: <laughs> yeah
2: we we take summers off
1: right that's true
2: um did you guys have any like highlights top 3s anything like that no
1: i think i'm good i mean just it's you know these two albums together like you said are great um i think that um it's just both of them neil sounds like he's having fun you listen right. to something like massey hall which is such a great recording it's maybe my favorite acoustic neil but um it sounds very like really subdued mm. and like the crowd's super quiet yeah. as opposed to this one which is these are these are like american crowds mid 70s you yeah. know, they're drinking friggin you know mad dog and smoking tons of shit weed <laughs> and whatever else they're doing, you know, and they're, they're wild and stuff like that. I, like, especially songs for Judy. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like things could get out of hand at any time, which is great.
2: He never seems to get pissed off at the crowd either. No. Like, no, he kind
1: of puts it nicely, you know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Which a lot of people would. A lot of people get pissed at the crowd. Right. When I saw Ryan Adams at the Wang, which I'm embarrassed to say that I did, he got so mad because people were talking and yelling. It's just, it's just, it's an annoying Stop thing. Stop it. Yeah,
1: stop it. They're not. You're not up there playing Tchaikovsky, right? You know, it's you're yeah. How did you get to that point? Right. How did Ryan Adams get to that point?
3: And also, he played
1: fucking are, shitty bars yeah. and fucking open mics where people were probably throwing shit at him. You know, so get over it. You know,
3: yeah. And also, how, you're probably making at least a hundred grand, right? So at the just, wing. yeah, more just, than that. You know, just do the show. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> so.
2: Yeah, no, I like these two. If I had to pick one, I kind of lean towards Songs for Judy. That's me personally.
1: Yeah, I might lean towards, I don't know, the Roxy.
3: I think I leaned Roxy. Yeah,
1: because I love Tonight's the Night so much, and I love this performance. Um, So that would would be my choice. What what do we got next? I guess it would... Probably
2: Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa, okay. Which, again, is kind of a...
1: Well, we did Time Fades Away. That's true. You know, that's the same tour, right? Is it? Yeah, I believe it is.
2: The album cover for Tuscaloosa is one of my favorite things. Of oh, what? Neil's
1: Neil jumping?
2: I just, with his hair, I just think <laughs> it looks so fucking cool. Yeah.
1: But then. This is uh,
3: technically. Didn't we? This is. No, so this is. That's Neil Archives Volume 2. Tuscaloosa is? Yeah. <laughs> no, well, Tuscaloosa <laughs> oh, well, there's was there's its own release. No, was yeah, release. yeah, There's two different things. We'll yeah, talk sorry. about Tuscaloosa. There's two different things. Uh, In classic Neil style, there's two different. They look exactly right, the yeah. same, but right. one of them's in an archives and one of them's yeah,
2: yeah Tuscaloosa then Colorado, but, all,
3: but yeah all the songs okay. are songs we we already have,
2: and I believe done a times. when we started the podcast, Colorado was the most relevant album, or I mean the most recent release. So we started this no, podcast. No, the times would have been. Oh really? Yeah. yeah whatever. Oh, no, but
3: yeah, home no, grown or homegrown
2: would
1: have been. Colorado came out like.
3: Yeah, it was 2019, and we right. didn't start until... Homegrown came out after we started recording. Just before the
1: pandemic, Colorado came out. Right. Like before the pandemic hit,
3: so... Yeah, so then it would have been Homegrown.
2: Homegrown happened after we started recording. Yeah. Homegrown, yes.
3: yeah, it was June June of 2020. Yeah.
2: yeah. All right, I feel like we're all... Ex- I'm exhausted. I yeah. I'm just exhausted. We've yeah. been
1: yeah. disc golfing in the sun all day and eating subs. <laughs> it's a good way to prepare for a podcast. Really well, well, thank you very much for sticking with us though. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. it. We love you guys. So you can th- check us out on social media. We're on Facebook you. and uh also at Long May You Young on Twitter and Instagram.
2: And thanks to our patrons. I re- taking a month without any content, I thought we would lose a lot of you guys and you guys stuck it out and it's just really cool. The uh I put out a little bonus thing. I don't know if I even told you guys, uh Tim wants to do a Seely Dan podcast, so he pitched it to me and got a lot of fun feedback from from the youngsters. So <laughs> So we might do that.
1: Also, I, I would love to thank uh, the um, the folks over at BoldFoot.com who make amazing socks. Uh, I know we haven't uh, did an episode in a while, but they're still one of our sponsors through the Pantheon Podcast Network, 100% American-made, grown here, sewn here. 5% of all the proceeds go to Veterans Charities. So go out and get socks at BoldFoot.com. Nice. There you go.
2: That's cool. You got it, You got any? Any no output? no
1: i had they haven't sent me any that's okay
2: i love a good sock
1: i'm gonna go yeah these are supposedly some really beautiful socks and uh they last a long time <laughs> and it goes beautiful, to beautiful a, socks they are they're beautiful socks and uh and uh you know i'm more it, of a
2: low-cut connie guy though i like a when bit, yeah, I like a when you wear sock.
1: beautiful socks you feel beautiful that's the important thing
2: when you hit a certain age do you have to really get the high socks
1: with the garters yeah yeah, I noticed that. I don't know if I'm at that age yet. You're I was, not. I was at a baseball game last night, and uh, there was a guy there, all white, white like polo shirt tucked into his white shorts, and then he had the white socks pulled up to his knees, and then the white mall walkers. Yep. You know, and I'm like, "How long? How long?" And my daughter looked over, and she went, "Oh my God, look at that guy!" And I said, "Listen, <laughs> honey, if you love me, if I if I like come out of my bedroom dressed like that, the first thing you should do is kick me right in the nuts." Yeah. Kick me, punch me in the nuts, just throw me down the stairs, and don't <laughs> let me leave the house dressed like that. <laughs> Unless I'm wearing boldfoot socks, yeah. which are uh, yeah. American-made. Of course.
2: Yeah. Proceeds go to veterans. You can't That's go right, wrong. yeah.
1: So don't don't kick me in the nuts then.
2: Nice. All right, well, it was good to do a live one, even yeah, though we had some this was good. audio issues. I think, I think it went well.
1: All right, the next one's uh, going to be Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. All right.
2: And then we'll do a bonus one at some point in between. What should we talk about on the bonus one? We'll talk about it after. We'll figure it out. We
3: still have promised them to do the Back to the Future thing. Right. That's, yeah. thing done. that's
2: coming. That's coming soon. It's coming right around yeah. the bend. We're going to do Back to the Future 2 with Mike. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> nice. All right. Good. See you guys. All
1: right, guys. Thanks.
0: Would you do to achieve the American dream—the big house, the happy family, the money? What's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> my mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From airship